again and welcome to Mrs Techie's Technology Classroom for this week. This episode is going to be focused on a change that's being made to fast food companies. Well, in one fast food company in particular, McDonald's, with a recent acquisition of some new and emerging tech. And today in the studio we have with us Grace. Hello, Grace. Hello. And Grace is a Year 7 student who's been working on digital technology with me for a couple of years. Her most recent foray into new technology is that she has started her own Instagram account for her dog um, and that's enabling her to look at um, advertising and and the types of um, ways that she can market a, an Instagram account or a social media account to attract attention from other people. It's a nice safe way for her to experiment with um, using Instagram um, to experiment with um reaching an audience without it having to give away any of her personal private information. So well done for you, Grace, for getting that up and running. And I hope you're learning lots while you're having fun with your tech. Okay, so the big story we're going to talk to you today about is uh, is McDonald's. And a couple of weeks ago, there was a story in the newspaper that said that McDonald's had acquired a tech startup from Israel. Um, and this particular company had designed a product which could help them customise um, fast food screens for the people coming through their drive-throughs. So I'll give you a bit of information. Uh, the Smart Tech itself is worth $420 million. So that's quite a deal that's going on for a very small startup company in Israel. And it's going to change the look of the digital drive-through menus in that when customers go through a drive-through, the screens will be set up and calibrated to suit those particular customers. Um, they're going to make sure that they've got the right screens um, by looking at things like the weather. And so when it's really hot, they'll focus on cold drinks and ice creams. When it's quite cold, obviously that menu will change, but also by looking at people's number plates and collecting and storing data to tell them what sort of products those customers might be likely to use or want to consume and for them to build up a bit of a pattern about what sort of things people might want. They say it's going to improve customer service because they'll be able to have the right sort of products on hand um, and they'll be able to get cooking even quicker. Uh, but there are some concerns about privacy that this offers. So knowing a little bit about this, um, Grace, what can you tell me? What do you think about this idea? Do you think it's a good idea or not? There are some, there are some ups and downs, but I certainly think there are more negative things about this than there are positive. So you wouldn't like to have this in your city? No. Can you tell me why not? Well, it is a privacy invasion and people can easily get the data these days and also with, um, what if you share a car with your family, like if someone usually likes hot drinks but the other, another person that also drives the car likes cold drinks, like it'll okay. come up with the wrong things at wrong times. So you think that it's probably not going to be very reliable data perhaps for people who are sharing a car and you're concerned that the data that's being collected might be able to be misused in some way. Mm -hmm. Do you think that perhaps people might want to buy the data that's connected to a particular car and the products that they're wanting to purchase? Do you think that would be of interest to anyone? Perhaps maybe to parents and stuff, especially if it's their kids' car. Okay. Like to see what their like to see what their kids are eating and 
seeing what their diets and stuff are and seeing if they have any concerns on what they're eating. So you think that perhaps people won't be able to sneak off for a sneaky burger at times and there might be trouble within their family for them doing those things. What about people like health insurers? Do you think that um, if they got their hands on that data and they're looking at how many burgers you're consuming a week, do you think that that could have some negative consequences for people who are using the service? Perhaps, yes. So what sort of consequences might there be, do you think? Well, health insurance might go up because they are eating unhealthy food and might need better health insurance, so they're off going to offer them more expensive health insurance or give them that's their only option. Okay, so you think that this could this data could be misused by people like insurers and things like that? Yes. Um, on the flip side, though, do you think it could be useful information for people working in the health industry to see how often people are stopping for McDonald's? Yes, it could be because they could change certain calories and stuff. So they could keep a bit of a closer eye on what their clients, if it's a a fitness trainer or a dietitian, that they might be able to get some better data about about the clients and be able to help them better. Yeah, and give them the right treatment and the right way depending on what they're eating. Okay, so there could be some bad consequences or good ones if people got their hands on that data. For the most part right now, I think McDonald's are not very interested in sharing that data. We know that data is only as safe as um, the safety protocols that that company that's storing it have got. But if we're assuming that that data is really safe and no one's going to get it, do you think there are still some problems for people if it's just simply looking at your registration plate and then McDonald's is trying to sell you particular items? Do you think that this could be a problem even if the data was only to stay with McDonald's? could be a problem because people have different appetites on different days and different taste buds so they might be feeling an ice cream but all that comes up is burgers because that's what they've recently eaten and it's a and it's a hot it's a cold day and how do you feel like sometimes you're not really feeling hungry but suddenly you might see a commercial on tv for a nice juicy burger how does that affect how you're feeling it makes you hungry <laughs> yeah so perhaps you know do you think that this particular way of marketing to people will reduce and increase sales for the for the companies who are using it? I certainly it. think that people are going to lose a lot more money with it because they're going to see they're going to want just a regular cheeseburger but then they're going to look at something on the board and they're going to say oh I want that too which costs them an extra couple of dollars and then right so it's better for McDonald's but I have a feeling so you think that each time they go through the drive through there might be just a little more, a little more, like yes, sort of, you know, do you want... Yes, it's going to bribe you. Like, right, they're going to be able to build yes. build on what you usually buy. Well, that's, that's probably a very fair point. And what about if you're in a car and you've got a back seat full of little people and you've just stopped by to get one thing and suddenly... Can I have an ice cream? Can I have an ice cream? Yeah, not just ice creams. Hey, what about those frappes and (laughs) McFlurries and things that some children nag their parents for? Uh (laughs) I do think that they could solve this, though, like with the problem. Okay. Especially, like, with the Mac Mac is app, you can, like, decide on, like, what stuff you want. There could be, like, an option or something to say. Okay, so you think that perhaps that... Um, they shouldn't be allowed to use this technology on your car unless you opt in. Yes. And how would they opt in? How would you tell McDonald's it's okay for them to store data? Well, everyone's got phones and devices and stuff, so it's pretty simple to just download the app and say, 
register your, your license plate and then it'll recognize it if you go through the drive through like so like an opt-in so don't yeah. don't store people's data unless they've downloaded the app and registered their license plate yes yeah that's that's fair enough the sad thing is so often with um today's world with technology changing often it's not an opt-in but an opt-out isn't it yes so you know how will people know um to go on to the, like the do not call register how will people know when they're going through mcdonald's that this is all happening do you think mcdonald's have um like, do you think they should tell people that this data is being collected so that people can opt out certainly it's their own privacy it's their choice on whether someone gets to keep their information or not there should be signs and signs. saying we're going to record your information if you have allowed it okay and if you've opted Okay, so you think there should definitely be signage to say that this is what's happening here. If you come onto our premises and go through our driveway, then we may be collecting data about you. Yes. They probably already are. And, I mean, some of these things that happen now that the displays have been digitised are happening already, aren't they? You know, on a yeah. hot day, you'll see the cool products. And on, on other days, later in the night, you'll see different products. And mornings, you'll have breakfast products. And the thing is, we already have our data being taken in with security cameras these days. So it's not like it's any different. We don't notice it these days. It's just, there's a security camera there. It can see your face. Someone can come and see your face. It's the same. You think it's the same. So do you have a problem with them collecting data about you? They shouldn't, I don't have as much of a problem unless some, unless it's accessible to other people. Okay. If it's just me, I don't want people seeing my diet, it's my personal information, but if it's going to help the company, I don't have as much of a... Even if it's going to help them by making you buy more? That changes. <laughs> that changes? Okay, yeah. so... So you're a little bit undecided then about whether this yes. you would be comfortable with this sort of data being collected for you. Because if you're only 12 and you're in year 7, you might be going to McDonald's for many, many years. Imagine if they have 30 years' worth of data on you when you're my age. That could be quite a big amount of data, couldn't it? Yes. Um, and it might really um, impact on, um, you know, lots of things. If But you think if the data's secure, then there's probably not too much that could go too wrong. No, but That's true. And there would be people that might be interested in your data, hey, like yeah. um, perhaps uh, people who are sneaking out of work at lunchtime, you know, if bosses want to know where they are or if they're delivery drivers, like they're stopping off at Macca's all the time. That could be interesting information yeah. for people or um, health Stop or trainers. insurance, yeah. trainers, family members. You maybe don't want your privacy invaded. Sometimes it's nice yeah. to have your own, own thing. It's Fair enough. You should have the right to not let anyone see what you eat. It's your decision. Really. Yeah. And also your spending too, I suppose. Yes. Um, there was another article this week that talked about, um, it was about actually um, loans for houses and investments, and they said that banks can have a look and see how much you're spending each week on eating out and other types of things like that and then decide if they want to give you a loan or not. So... There are already people using our data and looking at our number of yeah. McDonald's and other fast food visits That's to make the decision. That's what my card does whenever I buy something. It says, you spent $20 this week on eating out. I have an app that tells me every time I buy something on how much I've spent that week on certain places like eating out and clothing and stuff and what I've just spent then. So. Okay, so you've got an app already that helps you to sort of 
um, monitor your spending. Yes. Right. So um, what made you want to get an app like that? Um, I wanted to see, like, what I was spending, especially, like, me being more independent now that I'm in high school. It, I wanted to see whether I was going overboard with my pocket money and stuff, spending on food at the tuck shop and stuff like that. So is it an app that comes with your bank account or is it a separate app that you've downloaded? It's an app that comes with my bank account. It's a setting that you can turn on. Okay. So, because I know that when you went to high school, you uh, wanted to get a key card so you could go uptown and get some money out of the ATM. But when you got your card, it actually had some added benefits with the tap and go. It's sort of like a Visa card, isn't it? But it's a prepaid one with just money on it. Do you find that that technology is quite safe? Yeah, well, I guess I had to turn on the setting. It says, would you like me to track what you're spending and you can say yes so that was my decision to turn it on okay so basically if someone wanted to access it someone from my like my place where I got my card from they could probably access it so the bank just the bank and probably your parents if they've got access to that app as well so that's quite understandable and do you think it's okay that your parents have access to that information about what you're spending of course yes because they tell me when I spent too much money at the top shop so it's help help gets (laughs) yes gives them a way to help you yes and also when upcoming trips and stuff are coming up they say oh you've got to save some more money because yeah you're going to need stuff for this what about how do you feel about the bank collecting that information about how much you're spending already given that you're only 12 and you've probably got a very long time ahead of you of dealing with that bank, like maybe 80 or 90 years? I don't really think anyone's going to be interested in my spending for now. I'm only 12 years old, so I don't think until I'm wanting a loan or something, then we'll check it out. But I don't really think they've got the time to go say, oh, look, Grace has spent this much this week. Oh, look. So for you as a millennial, you think that it's okay that people are tracking your spending in that way? I don't specifically think they're tracking it, Yeah. but I just think that they keep it in mind. Okay. So because for a lot of, well, I'm a Gen Xer, lots of Gen Xers are quite concerned about the fact that the banks are compiling this information and can tell us how much we're spending on our leisure activities and eating out and those sorts of things. They've, um, it's been a little bit alarming to people this week to know that that's happening so I guess that's a difference between the generations, isn't I it? I guess so. I mean, like, it would be nicer if you had a option to say, oh, you can track my stuff or you can't. But you have signed to say, I'm going to be a part of this bank and this bank's going to, okay. you know. So you just think it's part of yeah. being part of a community society, banking and all of those sorts yeah. of things. And I guess that's really what it comes down to is that, um, you know, between the generations, between us and our students, we are going to look at things in different ways. And um, it's really interesting to get that youth um, understanding of, of what's happening and that youth opinion about whether it's right or wrong. Because, I mean, in, in 30 years' time, I certainly hope that I'm very, very retired. Um, and uh, this generation are going to be the ones that are looking at the laws and rules against around things and the policies that are made. Um, and I guess it's interesting to see that they don't have such an issue with privacy as we do, perhaps because they've never really known it. Um, it's been a part of us, really, you know, Instagram, you know, I guess everyone can see your finances. Yeah, that's true. So you can always look at your profile and see, you know, your bio and stuff. Uh, but, I mean, you've only had Instagram since going to high school. Um, you didn't have social media before that, did you? No. But do you know if you've appeared on social media before that? Of course I have on, on YouTube, like plays and stuff like that. 
on your mum's Facebook page. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. So, um, so right. So, how do you feel about that? Having been represented on your mum's Facebook page. Um, I'm fine with it. She has a private account and she has all the safety that she needs. It's only people that she knows allows for it to happen. And of course, she's taught me for that to happen to me too. But I do know plenty of like friends that just like they have it open and like there's plenty of random following them. Like right, old, okay, yeah. And do you think there's a level of trust that you need to have with someone who's going to put your image or your words or, um, you know, share things about you on their social media account? Yes, you definitely need to know them. Like, otherwise they could say anything and, and it could become shared and shared and shared. Yeah, and it could be there a long time, can't it? Yes. So what about you? When you're on Instagram, on your account, so you've got your dog account, mm-hmm. but you also have your own private one don't you that's locked down with just a few friends that you know really really well um do you ever share photos of yourself with somebody else on your instagram or is it only you and and your brothers and your family i don't share it with anyone not even my brothers they want the photo they come to me personally and i send it to them okay via airdrop right so you don't share photos of other people no i don't even use direct message on instagram because Anyone can screenshot it, crop it down and put it on their Instagram page, you know. Okay. And well, save it and put it on their Instagram page. Okay. And how would you feel then if um, somebody you knew took a photo of the two of you and put it on Instagram? How would you feel about that? If they didn't ask me first and get my permission, I would feel a little bit like privacy invaded, especially if it was an open account and all their friends are doing it. Okay. But if they did ask me and I got the permission of me and my mum and she said, yeah, that's fine, I would be fine with it, you know? Okay. So these are conversations that teenagers are having around mm. privacy. Not so much. No. <laughs> no. A lot of people just say, oh, can I put this on Instagram? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, whatever. Even if it's just... Okay. So do you think that more teenagers should have these conversations? Yes, definitely. Would you class yourself as quite conservative then, like you're really careful about your social media? Or do you think you're like lots of other kids? Do you think people are having these conversations with their kids or not so much? I feel like me and my mum have, we just, she's taught me a lot of things, but I don't know that everyone else has because it's a new age, it's a new thing. It wasn't really around and no one really built the awareness as a kid. Like my mum never built the awareness as a kid. It's only just recently that she's found it about you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Right. So you think there's a lot of adults out there that don't have the skills to pass on properly? Yes. Do you think teachers should talk to kids about this sort of thing? Definitely, because you can learn anything and you can teach anything. So do you think that teachers definitely should talk to kids about social media privacy or do you think it's just sort of a maybe they can if it comes up in conversation? Definitely. It should be a thing in the curriculum, I think. You think so? Like, it's privacy it's some someone anyone can come and take your photo if you don't be careful about it like okay so you think that teachers really need to specifically tell kids about some of the issues that they can have and did you have that at school of course i did and my tech lessons we would do activities about it people would come in and talk to us about it it's an aging thing and it's coming more and more popular by the second and more and more people join Right, so. so you think it's definitely worth doing. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So um, that's 
more or less it for today. It's gone very fast, hasn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, so today we did start off talking about the new technology that's going into McDonald's in America and probably soon to come to Australia with um, customised advertising to clients as they come through the drive-through. We talked about the, the pros and cons of that, I suppose. And I think we decided, you decided that you thought it was not a great idea or an opt-in only, is that right? Opt-in only. Opt-in only. Yep. So I wonder what our listeners will think about that. And we've just finished off by talking a little bit about privacy and, and what young people understand about social media and privacy and data collection. I guess it's probably something we could have a bit more of a talk about later on. Um, and please send through some questions. I'll, I'll keep adding some resources to the page so that you can share these conversations and, and talk with um, the students in front of you about some of the pitfalls that are happening with this new technology. I'm really, really interested to see in the next few years how um, government policy laws and rules keep up with the emerging technology because I think there's a lot to be done there and a lot to be done to keep our students safe. So thank you very much for listening. Catch us on our Facebook page, Mrs Techie's Technology Classroom, and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks. We're having two weeks off for Easter holidays, and we will be back after that. Thank you very much. Bye.